Hello there, and welcome to episode 63 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, brought to you in part by our friends at the Fairfield County Sports Network and Price Custom Homes. Greg and Mitch Price, those Price brothers, have been working on this process of uh, home building for, oh, about 50 years or more, and they can help you from beginning to end and every point in between. You can get more information by going to their website, PriceCustomHomes.com, and uh, they would be happy to help you. And we say thank you, Greg and Mitch Price, for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show. Our friends at WLRY and Save Radio for broadcasting the SAS as well. Uh, great to have you with us here today. My name is Steve Rau, and our regular co-host for Episode 63 is a lady who's had a lot of highs, and I'm not talking about her time at Miami University uh, <clears throat> with uh, illegal substances. <laughs> She's had a lot of lows, and uh, I'm not talking about um, her IQ. Uh, <laughs> She's had a lot of twists and turns in her life, and I'm not talking about her uh, yoga experiences or playing the game Twister. And uh, she has had um, a lot of upside-down moments, like when she thought she was right, but she was clearly wrong. She is Kelsey Bowl <laughs> with Young Life Lancaster. Welcome back to episode 63 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Is any of that true? I don't think. It's all true, right? What? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Did you get high in Miami? No. Okay. So that's what I said. Okay. You had highs in your life? You've had uh, successes, right? Yeah. Things you've celebrated? Sure. But you didn't get high at Miami University? No. Yeah, thank you. Um, you've had some lows in your life, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's not sure. your IQ? <laughs> nope. No, it's not. Nope. Because you don't. You, you have to have a high <laughs> IQ to go to Miami. Sure. It's a, it's a brainiac school. You used to, anyways. Well, I don't know what it's like now. Okay, well, when you went, you did. Sure, yeah. yeah so mm -hmm. you've had a lot of high school. Okay. Life. Have there been twists and turns in your life? Yep. Huh? Yeah. I feel like the way it came off was uh -huh. a lot of insults. <laughs> like it was like backhanded compliments. <laughs> like that's the Kelsey, like, how long have you known me? A while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, does that seem inconsistent? No. That's no. very consistent. Thank you. It's very consistent. So yeah. I am I'm surprised that you're surprised. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and then uh, what would I say? Something about uh upside down because you think you uh can win. I think that I'm right when i'm wrong yeah, oh yeah correct and i'm going to prove that here in just a minute oh, okay. uh, but um you know what um uh, you're a bloom carroll grad is that right i sure am uh and i believe they're playing in the state championship uh friday we're recording this friday morning i think they play on friday afternoon is that right they sure do go dogs oh, are you a fan <laughs> um I don't know that I could call myself a fan of Bloom Carroll Athletics right now. Hallelujah. We have finally made it to the right spot. I want them to win. Yeah. I own Bloom Carroll merch. Right. If I, I had the chance, I would go to the game, yeah, but I don't. I know. Uh, those are all silly things. Sure, You're a sure. sports spectator. You're not a sports fan. But uh, do you happen to know any of the players or coaches? At this time? Present time? Yeah. Mm, no, I don't okay. think I then do. You're, you're not a Bloom Carroll Bulldog yeah. fan. Um, now, uh, do you remember an older coach <laughs> from years ago? Uh, a guy named Rick Schaffner. You remember him? I remember him, but uh -huh. I don't think he coached while I was in high school. I see. What did he do in high school? How did you know him? He was a teacher. Oh, he was. Do you yeah. remember what subject? I think math. Oh, you're terrible at math. I am, actually. <laughs> But that is not Mr. Schaffner's oh, fault. Oh, okay. We're not blaming him. <laughs> no, well, no. Well, you know what? Um, we ought to have him on the show because he was uh, Bloom Carroll's coach for a long, long time. He was. Um, uh, I think they called him Air Schaffner or something like that because he threw the football a lot back in the day when people were running the football more. Oh. Yeah. So would it be okay if we bring him on? Would love to. Okay. Well, let's do that. Uh, maybe a little later here uh, in the program. Uh, we'll ask Coach Rick Schaffner to join us uh, here on Episode 63. Great. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, we had a little uh, something last uh, broadcast, uh, Episode 62. Oh, we did. We did. We did. Uh, would you like to remind the folks what it was? Because you can tell by the smile on my face, I win, you lose. Uh, and <laughs> oh, oh, oh. so this is where maybe, um, and by the way, um, football, which we're talking to a football coach later here uh, on the program, um, has, uh, I believe, sports is a microcosm of real life. Right. And it has highs. 
Yes. And lows and twists yes. and turns. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, like, a, like a roller coaster, right? Life is often uh-huh. like a roller coaster. Uh, and, uh, and so... Uh, yes, uh, so you were upside down on this thing. So go ahead. Uh, tell us um, what uh, what we talked about. Okay, so last week we discussed um, the the Ohio State-Michigan collegiate football game. Correct. And the uh, USA World Cup game. Yes, I think they were playing England on yes. Friday. We recorded yes. the podcast on a Friday. They, they were playing on a Friday. Yes. And what did you say? I said that I th- I thought that more <laughs> people in the United States uh-huh. would watch the USA World Cup game yeah. versus the Ohio State Michigan football game. Right. And what did I say? You said the opposite that yeah. more people would watch the Ohio State football game. Yes. Did did you do any research on on what actually happened? My research was asking uh-huh. so we were last Saturday morning before the football game, yep. we were at my parents' house because it was my daughter's 5th birthday, so we were over there having yes. breakfast together. Happy birthday, Lucy. Thank you. She says thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I don't know. She's very polite. <laughs> I would hope she would say thank you. That's maybe what I should have said. Um, but I, I asked the room, how many of you think that more people tuned in for the USA-England World Cup game versus the Ohio State-Michigan game? Yeah. It was interesting because my husband, Josh, it definitely took him a minute, but he said, I bet the world cup game uh-huh. um, and, and he's my a dad, soccer guy he is yep yep and my dad said the ohio state michigan game okay my guess because of how this conversation <laughs> came about is that you were correct and you looked up the rating here's the deal this guy's name is Stuart mandel and i'm going to show you because uh, you can't always believe everything uh that i say and i don't even know who he is so uh, he means nothing yeah uh, well he's on twitter uh-huh. uh here and uh, if you would do me a favor and... Um, Just because he's on Twitter doesn't mean he's an authority. Uh, yeah, he, he is an authority. Okay. Uh, I wish I could Should see. I know who he is? Uh, you, you don't have does to. Does he even no. have a blue check? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that he does. No. Uh, uh, let's <laughs> he see doesn't. here. He uh, doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, right here. Um, how many viewed oh, the Ohio State-Michigan uh, game? This 17 million. 17 million. All right, down here it says uh, the World Cup. Oh, by the way, he also mm. thought there would be more watching the World Cup uh, than the Ohio State-Michigan. 15.4 million. Looky there. Watch the World Cup game. So a million and a half correct. more viewers yes. watching the Ohio State game. Huh. Yes, yes. So I got one right. You did. And it's, you know, uh, know. because I'm a jerk. We'll hear about this forever. (laughs) I bring it up. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Um, Now, Mm -hmm. uh, in the, uh, 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 (laughs) if I could rewind the clock, I might prefer to have watched the USA-England game. Yeah. uh, Because that Ohio State. uh, uh, Can you tell us anything about your experience being at the game? Um, Well, uh, yeah, maybe a a, a little. I was uh, on the sidelines, actually ran into a former uh, football player, Jimmy Cordell, who's been on the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. Uh, he took a selfie with me. I saw later he posted it on his uh, uh, Facebook page. Uh, that, that, that was cool. Um, I, uh, of course, you know, you see other um, uh, people, players. It was the most people I've seen down on the field when I was down there crazy uh just people everywhere um <clears throat> it was uh uh it, it was loud there uh, but you kind of got this sense that um that um maybe uh the uh, there were some nerves mm. uh, associated with it i happened to be down on the field in the fourth quarter uh, when the Edwards dude uh, broke uh, out uh, from our defensive line and uh, scored a touchdown. Um, and all of the air <laughs> went out of the balloon. There were a photographer I was standing close to, and he's taking pictures of uh, the fans who right. are exiting the stadium because right. uh, the show was over. And then somebody sent me a picture. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who was who that? <laughs> Me. Oh, oh, I did. You p- sent me a picture of Wade. That was nice of you. <laughs> it is a picture of my son Wade, uh, uh-huh. too, and he's watching the TV. Yeah. And it's a Michigan player being interviewed. Yeah. But Hardy, you're quarterback. Oh yeah, that guy. Uh huh. Um, but you're in the background. I am. Yeah. Well, how'd that happen? <laughs> 
I don't know. You tell me. Well, I don't know. The camera seems to love me for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, sure. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure why. There's a picture of uh, Jimmy Cordell and I. I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm showing Kelsey. Yep. Uh, so that was a good time. Uh, as you can see, quite a few people. Uh, there. I did not get the final tally uh, on the number of people there, but... Uh, Yes, yeah, so disappointing. But it is why we love sports. It hits us in the feels, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we ride the highs. Everything was on the line. If we win that game, we go to the the Big Ten Championship game. If we win that, we're in the top uh, four. So we're going to be in the college football playoffs. As it turns out, we lose that game. We're not in the Big Ten Championship. And we finished fifth in the, the most recent um, counting of who's going to be in the college football playoffs. Uh, here in a couple of years, they're going to expand it to 12. So being fifth wouldn't be terrible. Right. But it's terrible this year. It and is. And so everything was on the line, and we lost in a terrible way. Oh, lost a home game this first time in 22 years. Uh, uh -huh. We've lost to Michigan at home. Oh, it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, and yet, it's why we love sports, it, because yep. it allows us to go there. And aren't you already anticipating next year's Michigan game? I am. Yeah. I'm already anticipating it. I know. Um, and I'm, I'm holding out hope that maybe uh, chaos will reign here this weekend, and Ohio State will still get in the college football playoffs. Uh, we shall see. Let's hope. Well, you know what? what? Uh, we mentioned bringing on our guest. Are you ready to do that? I am. Well, let's make that happen right now. As we promised, uh, our guest on episode 63 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, he is Coach Rick Schaffner. Welcome to the Sports and Spirituality Show, Coach. Sports and Spirituality? I thought, yeah. sure, this was Meet the Minister. Uh, oh, I, I, you know, for years. Well, for new, and now for everybody who's listening. Yeah. So, so for years. Right. Steve Rowell, he promised me uh -huh. <laughs> that he would let me on. Meet, no, he didn't. Wait a he, minute. Wait he a minute. kept me off Meet the Minister. <laughs> well, back at, when we were at the other radio station, yep. and we, we, he had the, the show Meet the Minister. And, and, I did. And, I, and every time we were on the air together, yep. uh, I lobbied. I lobbied to get on Meet the Minister. Uh -huh. I finally feel like I've hit the big time. <laughs> I have. And uh, this, is just, this is just awesome. I... I I, I can't wait. Yeah, you, you are struggling to contain your enthusiasm. Uh, it is right. just, it is. Because it, this is, uh, this is the epitome. Or the epitome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is it. This it's is 20 years in the making right you, here. You know what? I'm, I'm done. You this is it. <laughs> I'm done after today. It's you, all downhill. Because some people say that's been for quite a while. Yeah, we'll no. talk about some of those people here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, you and I have uh, done a lot of uh, sports broadcasting together mm -hmm. um, at uh, the radio station you mentioned, WFCO 90.9 FM back in the day. Um, and, uh, um, yes, I had this program called Meet the Minister, and uh, you were an active lobbyist. You know, I'll just give you a tip in the future when you're lobbying for things. Include cash. <laughs> oh well, then. Yeah. Well, I have none of that. So. Uh, well, so oh, okay. Well, that's. So, yes. Well, there's the problem, right? There. That, that is. That yeah. is. I see. So. Um, that's I, the deal. Well, I, I, well, I, I think I've learned something today. Yeah, I, I'm doing this cash free. Oh, well. Yeah. Thank you for joining our yeah. show. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, it is great to have you on the program here. One of the reasons you're on the program uh, is because you're my friend. Another reason you're on the program is because uh, you were former coach at Bloom Carroll High School, and as we record this on Friday morning, you're getting ready to go up and broadcast the state championship for the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs, um, and you've had a lot of experience um, uh, because uh, you coached there at Bloom Carroll. So for all those reasons, uh, we've had you on the program today. Well, it's, it's, it, it is. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, it's... Uh you know what? I, as we were doing, uh, just the uh, and see people can't see this obviously, but right. see this is the first time I've ever watched you announce. Of all the times we see, oh, I mean, yes. you know, we're not looking at each no, other when we're side by side. This is the first time. I, yeah. You're very animated. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very kind of cool. Oh, uh, you uh, <laughs> yes, I have had uh, times where uh, one of our buddies, um, uh, Rick Hughes, said I had to grab Steve one time <laughs> because he almost fell out of the booth. Yeah, um, because uh, I, I I love this uh, kind. Kind of thing, uh -huh. uh, broadcasting, but certainly sports broadcasting. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, Kelsey and I talked about the fact that 
um, it, it hits us in the feels, right? You ride the emotional roller coaster, and uh, it's why we love sports. It's also a great microcosm of real life, and uh, maybe you and I will have a chance to chat about that um, here. So let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Where is Rick Schaffner from originally? Actually, uh, I grew up on a farm uh, just actually about halfway between Pleasantville and Millersport up on Canal Road um, and uh, lived there for uh, 15 plus years on the farm um, and uh, what, what kind of farm was it um, small <laughs> it was no Is we it, uh, we grain, did, no, grain uh, okay. basically okay. and um, uh, just uh, um, it was uh, it was a, gr- a great time for me. Yeah, uh, that's uh, a long, long, long time ago. Long time ago, <laughs> it's hard to hard to kind of. Um, uh, we had a family who lived close. I had an yeah. aunt and grandma who lived a half mile down the road, and and we did a little we did a little farming. Uh-huh. Uh, Dad uh, uh, farmed, and then uh, about the time I reached fifteen or sixteen, uh, the farming had become such a time where you couldn't really make any money as a small farmer. Correct. So Dad sold the farm, um, financed uh, my sister and I's college time by, by selling off lots off the off the uh, uh, the farm, and uh, we moved to uh, to Baltimore. And I finished my junior and senior year in, at the Liberty Union. Very good. Uh, so did you go to Millersport before that? No, at Fairfield Union. At I was Fairfield, at Fairfield Union. Union. Okay. Yeah, uh, was it still one room schoolhouse then, or? <laughs> well, uh. <laughs> now you say that. Um, but uh, of course, where the where the, uh, the where the new Pleasantville Elementary is, right? I went to the original Pleasantville Elementary. I see. Uh, the funny thing about that is that uh, it was not one room, but it was oh maybe eight rooms, and uh, didn't have a cafeteria. And, wow. Uh, yeah, we did not have a cafeteria, and actually, we had to walk over to where Pleasantville High School was every lunchtime. And, and I think about that now um, and how that would go over today not very well. Uh, it would not. And, but, you know, rain, snow, sleet, you yeah. know, we, we walked out. You better don't eat. <laughs> right. And, and if you know me, that, that's <laughs> not an option. That is not an option. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we had to walk over there every day. Um, but uh, so, so it wasn't one room, but it was... Uh, yeah, pretty it, close. it's still pretty small. And uh, actually, um, again, one of those things that um, uh, when I went uh, fifth or sixth grade, I believe it was sixth grade, um, is when Fairford Union um, became Fairford Union. Right. Because it was Pleasantville until then. Correct. And so I was there when Fairford Union consolidated. How about that? And so uh, uh, my junior high years were at uh, Bremen. I had okay. to go clear to Bremen from Canal Road in, in, in between and over by New Salem. Right. And so that was quite a trip. So uh, it was a road trip every day to school. And yeah. So, you, but no, did that you was, ride a bus? Oh, uh, yeah, we okay. rode a bus. I didn't know if your parents we, we, took we, Yeah, we had to uh, uh, ride a bus to to where the old high school was at Fairfield Union. Well, it was the new high school at that point. Sure. And then drive another bus down to down to Bremen, down to Junior yeah. High. So, um, so you got – so – Essentially, what happened was you got to meet all these new people. I mean, because before, yes, you were really going to school with just you know very few. You know, I, I don't remember, but I'm guessing classes of you know maybe fifty, seventy-five, and all of a yeah. sudden it was a lot bigger. Yeah. So you got to meet a lot of new people and uh, uh, a lot of new friends, and uh, still some people that I see from there and yeah. and contact with. Um, so. Uh, uh, and, and then, of course, we then we made the move over to, to Liberty Union. Very good. And you said your junior and senior year. At junior Liberty and senior U- year, which which influenced me a lot. Um, teaching later, uh, I was always very aware, very sympathetic for kids who moved into the schools. Right. Uh, because it, it was very easy for me. Um, not easy, or never anything like that's easy. But I knew a lot of kids over at, over at Liberty Union, yeah. So that was that was okay. Um, but if you go into a school where you just don't know anybody, yeah. Uh, so 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 that was one of those little tidbits that kind of, uh, uh, as a teacher, I, I I really had a lot of sympathy for for kids that were moving in and and try to make them feel uh, at least uh, comfortable and and help them get um, settled into the new school. 
Yeah, yeah, that's very wise of you. We'll get to your teaching career, but let's stay in high school for a second. Okay. Did you play any sports in high school? Uh, not very well. Um, <laughs> well, no, I wasn't asking if you were any good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. Uh, actually, um, I, I, I played uh, – my, my main sport was baseball. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, that, was, that was kind of the deal. I played – Basketball, all those people who watch me probably wouldn't <laughs> consider that. Maybe, maybe what they call it. But uh, and and of all things, the sport I played the least was football. How about that? I uh, played just the uh, two years at at uh, Liberty Union. But uh, yeah, well, they uh, say those who can't. Teach, teach yeah, right. and uh, and I couldn't, and so that that was that was very good, but uh, no, had a, had a really nice, uh, had a great, uh, I, I had a great high school coach, Mark Wiley, yeah, uh, over at Liberty Union, uh, he was our basketball and and uh, and baseball coach, and uh, I, I uh, Mark has, has since passed away, but mm-hmm. uh, was truly a, a great influence on me, and and uh, as the farther I got into coaching. Uh, the things that he taught and uh, some of the, 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 the stories that he had. And uh, I would actually, uh, when, when uh, Carol would have snow days, and Liberty Union wouldn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I would actually find my sneak my way over to Thurston High School. He actually his room was in Thurston High School. He was the OWE teacher okay. at the end over at uh, Liberty Union, and I would sneak my way over and uh, w- we would go down to the old Thurston gym, play horse, and he would just beat me like a drum. Right. Um, but um, uh, we would go down and just kind of talk coaching and yeah. talk teaching and uh, different situations. Yeah. And, uh, so that was that was always very nice. Very good. If you're just joining us, this is the uh, Sports and Spirituality Show. I almost said Meet the Minister. Uh, yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. We're with Coach Rick Schaffner, longtime Bloom Carroll High School football coach. The reason we're chatting with him is we're recording this on Friday morning, and um, the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs are playing in the state championship at 3 p.m., and you can hear that over on the Fairfield County Sports Network on the Blue Stream. And so, um, you, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you end up going to college. Where'd you go to college? Went to Marietta, uh, college. Um, and, uh, what a, what a great experience, um, uh, for, a, for a division three school. And I've told people this, uh, when we've got into the, talked about this for a division three school, uh, I, I, again, uh, I, my life has been very blessed. Uh, and I, I spoke earlier about coach Wiley, uh, his influence on my coaching life and teaching life. Um, I got to go to Marietta. Um, uh, of the, all things at Marietta, I got to be actually good friends with Kent Tacolvi. Uh Of course, he was a Marietta graduate, and um, uh, he was the uh, most valuable player of the 1979 World Series. And um, uh, we used to play golf together down there. And uh, I ended up uh, uh, getting to... Uh, to be the JV baseball coach at Marietta for, for Don Sholley, who's in the Hall of Fame, the Small College Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Uh, again, another uh, great mentor from a sporting standpoint. Correct. Um, and, and got to meet some just incredible uh, good baseball players and, and, and just people who influential. A guy by the name of Bobby Randall, who ended up being the head baseball coach at Iowa State for, for years and years. Um, and just uh, for a small college uh, in Marietta, just just it, it was it was a great experience, um, and uh, got got through that somehow. Uh, and uh, oh no, we, we don't have to go into that very much. But uh, well, you did graduate. Uh, well, I did graduate. Did you get a job uh, as it, a teacher. Well, it wasn't easy, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, there was a lot of sweat and tears by a lot of people. But but we we got through there. Yeah. And, um, 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 and was it math? Is that right? Well, <laughs> there's a, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I had a back then you could get a minor in in, and so I had a minor in math, majored okay. in phys ed. Okay. And um, uh, and. Got, got that degree. Yeah. And, and well, our our co-host Kelsey, um, <coughs> who's a former student of mine, by the exactly. Way. So we got to you got to say that. Yes, I got to say hey to Kelsey. You do um, because um, uh, she wasn't able to be here early, and so um, she uh, really appreciates her math teacher. 
uh, Coach Rick Schaffner. No, so, I know you're lying about that. So. No, it, um, well, um, uh, she already mentioned it, so oh, I know yeah. I'm not lying about. Oh, oh well, yeah. maybe she's lying. Yeah, she might be. She might be, and I'm okay Just with being that. Yeah, it, well, that maybe not lying. She's yeah, being nice. She is. She's a wonderful lady. Yeah, she is. Uh, so, um, yeah. So you, you, you're you're teaching eventually teaching math. Now, you yeah. played sports down there, Mary. Well, and you talk about Steve. We talk about just being blessed, and so so I got my job at Carroll and I, and, and I have to tell this story because this is just ridiculous uh, I mean you talk about being blessed be in the right place right time however you want to talk about it uh-huh. so um, I graduate in December I, I packed four years into four and a half <laughs> uh, as, mo- as most kids did back then yeah for sure and gr- so I graduated in December and and uh, for those of you around the Lancaster area you know uh, the, the out on the east side, it used to be Hart's Family Center, which is now Dollar General or yeah. some kind of thing. Up there. Yeah. Uh, tractor supplies. Okay. It is. So anyway, we I, I was I got hired there um, as a in of all things in housewares, not in sporting goods. <laughs> no, that would be way too easy. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I was in housewares. I see. And um, so and we opened the store. Uh, it was just okay. just opening. Okay, so we went through the stocking and the whole deal. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I substitute taught. Um, and um, so about, so I had given up, really, of getting a job. Uh, and and July, in, in July, um, a buddy of mine, um, actually for you, Joe Dimitrovich, uh, uh-huh. who, who, who was a teacher at Carroll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a good friend of mine, and I come out of work one night, and he is sitting in my car, <laughs> which just tells you a whole different thing about, oh, you know, yeah. you didn't lock your car because yeah. that car wasn't worth anything. It right. wouldn't be worth stealing anyway. Right. But anyway, so he's sitting in my car, and I go, you know, what are you doing here? And he goes, I got your job. He goes, we just had a teacher, a math teacher at the junior high, and Carol, she, her husband got transferred. So he, she's going to go. They have a math opening. I've called this guy and this guy, and and I knew the the some of the coaches over there and and uh, some of the deal. And so he goes, "You got an interview with the superintendent uh, tomorrow." <laughs> you yeah, might and be able to tell your boss you can't come I, in tomorrow. Yeah, right? so 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 literally went in. Um, and uh, started coaching football, like th- uh, assistant football coach, three days later. So, how that about that? What year was that? That was in 1974. 74. Yeah. Very good. Um, <coughs> uh, what a uh, what a blessing, right? Oh, yeah, oh, it, it, yes. And there's no question that, that you know it guided me to the the yeah. place where uh, I was supposed to be. And, yeah. And. Uh, 1974, you're working at Hearts, which, by the way, my sister worked there, not in 74, but uh, some years later, uh-huh. um, and uh, much older sister, I like to I like to point out, uh-huh. but um, <coughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, you, you get the math job, and oh, by the way, uh, we have an assistant football coach job as well. And the, and the, the kicker was then I also, well, and see, really, and I had no intention of, of, um, of, of coaching football, again... Uh, the the blessing being my final my final year at Marietta, they had a coaching class uh, for football. Okay, I and you have to understand that uh, I told you about being assistant or JV baseball coach. You're correct. So I had not even thought about football for four years. Yeah, and you, a half years. You've been playing baseball. Uh, you're, you're playing t- baseball t- in college. You're coaching. You're coaching baseball. And, and you took a coaching I, of football class. So I got this class, and it, it, was, a, it was a terrific class um, for, for us. Um, I got to, one day I got to be on this, on the, um, uh, to coach uh, practice, and uh, as a student assistant, of course. Uh-huh. And on Saturdays, now for a college kid, this is like the dream job. Right. So I got to go with the tennis coach, who was also the football scout. And we would go on Saturdays, and we would go to all these different and scout. Yeah. So I got to see all these different colleges, and just get away. Yeah. And you know, I got my breakfast, lunch, and dinner paid for. Right. You know, this guy paid for it because you know, poor college didn't have any money. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I got to do that, and then it went, you know, with the scouting. And I also, so that that kind of 
fueled the the football thing. So yeah. it was just like you know this is pretty cool, to, right? To do this, that and, was a good time, and, and, and I learned a lot uh, from that. And um, the the second part of that, then the second part of the class, then was helping with the basketball team, and um, the 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 and I was with the JV basketball coach at Marietta okay. for the class, who was Larry Hunter, who ended up being the head basketball coach at Wittenberg right. and at Eastern Carolina. And so so Larry uh, and I got obviously got to be good, not friends, yeah. but, but right. I knew Larry very well. And, yes. And, uh, of course, the, the standing joke of Marietta was that we used to kid him about being – the guy who guarded Austin Carr when he set the NCAA record <laughs> for points in a game. That's, that's what it was at that yeah, point. Right. And, and, of course, that we used to kid Larry about yeah, that. The time exactly. that he, the, he held him to, like, 56 <laughs> or something like that. So. But, uh, no, so, so uh, and, and then just how life goes in a circle. Uh-huh. So I – Point of my ending of my career was coaching at Lancaster with with Steve Wigton, who ended up being the superintendent. Correct. Um, he was good friends with Larry Hunter from being at Wittenberg. I see. And Larry would come to game Lancaster game, so I got to actually meet up with Larry again. Right. Um, at, at Lancaster. So yeah, you know, life goes in a circle. It certainly does. That's uh, uh, powerful stuff right there. So you get this uh, gift of, uh, uh, of a math then, job yeah. and a coaching job in 1974. Um, that's an assistant job, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but at some point, uh, you become the head coach of the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs. How'd that process happen? So... Um, Six years later, uh, our head coach, our first uh, head coach was Dick Taylor. He was there. (coughs) He had been there for a while, and then he left one year after I got there. I don't think it had anything to do with me. Right. But it could have. But no, I don't think so. So Dick moved on, and uh, uh, John Roller took over. And John had been an assistant. So I ended up being defensive coordinator, which was the best thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Because um, as a defensive coordinator, you, you, you kind of learned, you know, how to, how to handle some things. And, 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 and I always heard, and it really was true, that once you became defensive coordinator, what you did was you knew your defense, but you also learned offenses too. Right. So it gave you the, the good view of everything. And uh, then after – Six years, John uh, went into a, an administrative position, and uh, uh, so then uh, I ended up with the job. So very good. So that is that like nineteen eighty. 1980, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. So, uh, 1980, you're getting the head coaching job. You know what I find ironic is because it's my understanding that you were a little ahead of your time uh, as a football coach because I have often heard people refer to Coach Rick Schaffner as Air Schaffner, which means you se- you tend to throw the football more than they did, especially in 1980. Now we got the spread offenses, and nobody runs the football anymore. Uh, uh, and it's all about the pass and uh, the sexy plays and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but but uh, you may be in, uh, been, been ahead of your time there, but you started out as a defensive coordinator. So you're the guy trying to stop the run in the pass, uh, and then you become air Schaffner. How did that process happen? Well, one thing that was way overblown, but but in, in to a degree, yes, we did throw it. We did throw it more. Um, and at this point, I have to kind of insert. Um, I had a. I talked about mentors and people who have been in my life. Um, the guy I really have to mention from from a coaching standpoint at this point was was Frank Kremlis, who was a, a champion a, a quarterback at Ohio State, uh, won a national championship. Uh, Frank lived in Canal Winchester. He had um, sons that played at Canal Winchester. He he befriended me, and uh, at uh, up at uh, I guess I can. I can promo him up at Kingy's. Uh, uh, we would see each other up there quite often, uh-huh. and uh, especially in the off season. And he, you know, he kind of guided me. It was a very interesting to talk to an old Woody Hayes quarterback at length. Yeah, because he instilled in me early on. He said, "You know," he said, "Woody's stuff was good." But he said, you know what happens when you have two 20-play drives that end up in the end zone? 14 points. 
Yeah. He says, you know what you do if you get it in two plays? 14 points. 14 points. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said, what happens is um, that if you if you do these long drives and don't score, what good's it do? Yeah, you've just killed the it, clock. It, it's all, and, 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 and what he would sum it up by saying this. He would say, look at a score sheet. And that's back when the dispatch and the, and the Gazette put the, the scores by quarters and, yes. and you can see them. Mm-hmm. And he says, look in there. And he says, just take a random high school set of Friday night games. And he said, look through and see the teams that score 28 points. He said, they don't do it on one-yard runs, two-yard runs, three-yard runs, four-yard runs. He said, I don't do it that way. Right. He says, there's going to be a a 50-yard pass or a 60-yard punt return or a fumble return or an interception return or a, 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 a long pass or a long run. He says, that's how you score 28 points. He yeah. says, and he says, if you just think I'm going to score a, a, a touchdown a quarter, I'm going to find a way to do that. He says, you score 28 and play decent defense, you're going to win a little ball. Yeah, for sure. You're going to win a little ball. Yeah. And, and he just pounded that into my head. Yeah. And along with that, Bill Walsh was, was big at the time. I saw yep. him in a clinic. And he has some really just unique things about from obviously from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, that, you're talking that, about the 49ers. The 49ers. Yeah, and, well, no, y- yes, there. But he right. was actually the quarterback coach of Cincinnati at that at the time. I got you. Uh, I saw him at the clinic, and actually wrote to him, and he sent me a, a lot of his stuff. How about that? And um, so we incorporated some of that into it. So with all that said, yes, we did, we did, and we had really, what we had was a really good process of throwing, and our, and our, our, our kids really just ate it up, and, and, and it was fun. Now, you add that to the fact that we were, hey, let's, let's face it, at the time, we were basketball school. Yep. You know? so, so we had point guards and, and, and centers coming out for football. Well, point guards are pretty good quarterbacks. Yep. You know, big uh, – Guys inside centers, and they're yeah. pretty good tight ends. Pretty good receivers. Uh, pretty good receivers. Yep. And so, you know, we had we just kind of used those guys, and it was so it was fun for our guys. Yeah. And um, so it it just uh, so with all that said, yeah, we did do that, but we played it a lot that because we wanted teams to know to think that we were a throwing team. I see. Uh, you look at the, the the really good teams we had. We ran it more than we we threw it. But we didn't want them to. We, right. didn't, we didn't want to publicize that. Yeah, they're going to spend all their time uh, trying to stop the pass. We're about, and you know, we're running up the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the 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 funniest quote I ever heard was, uh, "Bless his heart." Uh, I still see him once in a while. Is George Schreier over at Fairfield Union? He was at Fairfield Union at the time. Yeah. George said, uh, "We used to have coaches' meetings, uh, get-togethers during the season, and and this one actually ended up being at Kings." And I can still remember this. That, that we were, I was talking to George because we were going to play them this, the next week. Uh-huh. And, um, and uh, George was talking about, and he say, says, yeah. And we were just sitting there talking. And, and George says, yeah. He said, um, I, I talked to my scouts. I said, are they, are they throwing the ball are, you know, as much as? He goes, oh, they run it. He said, and, he says, my, and the scouts came back and said, yeah, they run it. He said, when the bus got there, the, the – uh, the managers ran the balls from the from the bus <laughs> to the field. He said that's the last time though that they ran a thing. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, there's another coach I heard who who was a running coach, and he said we throw the ball twice. I said, well, I didn't see any of that. He said we threw the balls uh, on the bus direct, and we, we threw the, the balls ball off, off the bus. bus. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Same and deal. So yeah, uh, very very similar uh, situation. Um, uh, so <clears throat> what are some highlights? of your coaching career at Bloom Carroll High School? You know, uh, that was a tough one. Um, probably, whether you know, every year has a special thing. And, Correct. And, and different kids. I, I, I guess from from my standpoint, um, if, if, I had to, if I had to filter it down to two, um, we had a, a team in um, 1986 that... Uh, was picked to finish last in the in the in the Buckeye, mm-hmm. and um, we and and this was this was really where the 
the, the air Schaffner thing really came into play. And, I see. and, 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 and it was actually a writer from the Gazette tagged us that. Um, in correlation with Air Correal from San Diego, that was kind of where okay. that came from. Very good. Um, but uh, we, and, and literally in, in February, uh, I, I, Frank and I were, I, I mentioned Frank Kremlis, when we were talking in Kings, and I said, man, I said, we got a young offensive line. I said, we got sophomores, uh, you know, they're, they're good athletes, but I got a sophomore tight end who's, who's pretty good. Um, I got a, a quarterback who actually ended up going to Wittenberg and, and playing, um, and uh, and he's like six six. Uh, he can and he can throw it. I mean, he's really a good thrower. I said I got two great wide receivers, and I said I got no running backs. He said, "That's easy. <laughs> Don't know? run. Don't run." <laughs> and and um, hey. it was a team that that wasn't very big, but it was physical. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it, it just it we we really um, we you know, we talked off the air before we got here about uh, what they do now. I mean, we just pounded those kids in two days. I mean, we just yeah. we really did, and uh, and they were just a physical physical team. Yeah, and we and we kind of cheated. We we that's when the bear defense the the mm-hmm. what they you know they named after yeah. Doug Plank uh, right. Uh, that was kind of in vogue with the pros, and nobody in, in high school was using it. Yeah, and and we had a really good inside middle linebacker, but just one, and we had a you know some, and we're looking and you go, you know, this isn't bad, you know, we probably can use this. So we we kind of jimmied it up for high school and and used it and and it really and we and and we saved it. We didn't uh-huh. use it in preseason. Right. Um, we didn't want people to see it. Uh, and um, so we come out, and and we throw the ball all over the house. I mean, we uh, it was the easiest easiest year we ever had as far as as calling plays because it didn't make any difference what the down distance was. We right. were, we were going to throw it no matter what. Right. And um, oh boy, we threw it all over the house, and um, uh, we we lost to we lost our first two games, one to Independence. And and that's when and I can't remember the boy's name, but he their safety quarterback was a, a boy that went to Ohio State. I mean, they were really good. Yeah. But we hung with them for like two and a half quarters, and uh-huh. I was real happy with it. Yep. And then Lakewood had a really good ball club that year, and they and they beat us, but they they beat us right at the end. And so we were and we were going to play Fairfield Union and and Logan on the first two games, uh, the league, and they were ranked one and two, and we beat them. We smoked them both of them. Yeah. And it was like, uh oh. You know, what yeah. do we do now? We go over to Canal, beat them in a rainstorm, which, of course, people said, you can't do that. You can't, you can't yeah. throw it in the rain. Right, correct. Well, you <laughs> can throw it in the rain. Um, and so we beat them. Yeah. And then our quarterback broke his ankle in the next game. Ouch. So, so we, were, we were set. Yeah. To win a league championship. Yeah. And we would have won a league championship. For a team that was supposed, For a team to, that was, was supposed to finish last. Yeah. So that was one of my favorite, and I always said that that team played um, uh, out of forty quarters. They played thirty-eight of them really, really good. Yeah. And if you get thirty-eight quarters out of a, uh, out of forty, I mean, yep. you're, you're doing pretty good. That's a good. Day. It was one of my favorite teams because it, it, there was no expectation to it. We lost to an undefeated Burn team in overtime. We we, we went to pick uh, to um, uh, Amanda and lost thirteen nine. Wow. This was our third team quarterback was in when we had that. Yep. Uh, we ended up having four quarterbacks um, have to play because of guys getting hurt and different things. Right. We had four different quarterbacks throw for over one hundred fifty yards in the game. Wow. And I, I and I and it and and that was really special to me because it was like okay. You you know you kind of got it going on. Yes. You know what you're doing. Exactly. If you can get four kids to to do that. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was a very special year. And of course, in 1990, uh, we had an undefeated team, ranked fourth in the state. Um, probably one of the at least the top two teams in the state. We didn't make the playoffs. Uh, we finished fifth. Um, if and I actually equate this year's uh, Carroll team a lot to that team. Yeah. Um, because they finished fifth in the in the in the uh, computer rankings, right? We did, uh, and and we knew that we were better than that, right? Um, I can remember our scout coming back from we. Of course, we scouted the last week of the season, and they finished, and, and we scouted 
I, I forget who it was, but somebody, uh, actually I do remember it was New Lex. Uh-huh. And uh, our Scott come back and he goes, you beat him by three touchdowns. Yeah. And they, I think, finished second in the state. Or oh, wow. So uh, it was, it was we've, uh, and, and the kind of an amazing side story to that was that we finished fourth in the state. Amanda was ranked third. They were also in our same, not the same league, but same division. Correct. And there was a big push for us to play. Yeah. Over, over at um, Fulton Field. Yep. And uh, the state nixed it. Well, we, 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 everybody had okayed it, but yeah. the state nixed it because it was going to interfere with their, with their playoffs, and they figured we'd outdraw them. I see. So, 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 <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that was uh, that was always fun. Yeah. But anyway, that was those those two ball clubs. That that ball club is really really good. Yeah. Um. Again, we had we had eighteen seniors. We had a really good. We had uh, enough guys that we could our our we could go both ways, offensive and defensive lines. When we went practice, we usually it was it was really uh, uh, <laughs> a go of it with those yeah. two the groups and For that sure. was the team that uh, Rob we played uh, North Catholic up at North Catholic they had not lost a home game to a non-league team in 19 years and we went up there and beat them yeah that's again this old you know that's just basket, basketball school yeah know? And, That's uh, a great memory right there. Well, we, <laughs> we're we about out of time I was going to say, uh, we, we probably. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate uh, all, all the things that you share because this is why uh, this is why we have you here. Uh, there's a couple of other things I wanted to hit. Yeah, uh, one of those is the current Bloom Carroll team playing in the state championship. I'm guessing you didn't get a chance to coach a team in the state championship no. in football, but now they're in. Now, we're recording this on Friday morning. The game's at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon, uh, so. Uh, hearing this podcast at a different time won't make sense to you probably, uh, but as you think and plan to broadcast with the Fairfield County Sports Network uh, this football game, what's your thoughts? It's You know what, the, these two teams are, are very even. I mean, the, the strengths, it's, it's a very unusual game because the strengths of both teams are the same. Offensive lines, defensive lines, you know, Carroll has the three or four running backs, so does so does Canfield. Yeah, it is now assuming and and, and this uh, I, I sound like Frank Kremlis on this because I can hear Frank in my ear when, uh-huh. when he's talking about this. If one of these teams is better than the other team, it doesn't make a difference. You know, uh-huh. they're, they're going to win. And it's hard to t- it's hard to judge right when you have a team from one part of the state and then and another. It's just hard. Correct. So. You look at it and you assume, okay, if all else is equal, it will boil down to a third down game uh-huh. where neither team has had to play third down and long very much in their drives. Right. And so I will tell you that Canfield has a, a kid that went to, uh, that's going to Indiana as quarterback. So you have to think that this, this kid can make some plays. Now, Carroll, on the other hand, hasn't really been in that position where they have to make third down plays, but you just kind of know that they can. Correct. And that this boy's pretty good, this uh, Thanafong, uh, Ethan, he's, he's pretty good. Yep. But they haven't done anything. They haven't had to do it. Right. Which is kind of the unknown because Canfield really doesn't know how Carroll's going to approach it. In yep. that situation, where 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 Carol probably has some things on film that where they where Canfield has, yeah, I think it's going to be a third down game. So so in, in the course of the game, it's going to be a, a short game, six, seven, eight possessions at, at the most. Again, all things being equal, right? And and the team that can keep those drives alive. And at least, even if they don't score, can get the ball to the 50 so they can punt it down. Right. And field then it becomes a field position game. Um, uh, I, I would be surprised if, it, if it's high scoring. Uh-huh. Now, I, you know, it could be 21-17 or right. something like that. And I don't consider that a high scoring game. Correct. But, um, Especially Air Shockner. Well, <laughs> 21 points, that's not enough points. you got to score 28. Yeah, so exactly. Score 28. Exactly. But, no, uh, that, so I, I, I guess when it all boils, it's a third down game? Yeah. Uh, how, and how do you works? think that the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs have a chance to come home back to Fairfield County state champions? Oh, absolutely. They have, you know, they, they, they're they good enough to do it. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and you know, in a game like that, you never know. Uh, you know, t- turnovers, uh, penalties, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Comes play. It's why you play the game. That's why you play the game. But that's uh, you can do that. So and it also is why we love sports because of that emotional roller coaster. I made reference to the fact that uh, life—it's uh, a microcosm, often, of real life. And mm-hmm. I know uh, in your life, um, you've ridden the the roller coaster. Um, in uh, many, many highs, uh, I think maybe you go to, uh, to Hawaii on a, on a regular basis. So uh, that's, that's, that's a pretty good gig if you can get it. Um, am I right? They, they don't like me in a grass skirt, but yeah, but yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's nobody that. wants that. <laughs> Nobody's putting the order in for that. No, um, but uh, yeah, uh, so obviously wonderful um, opportunity, sir. Uh, and then uh, there's been some real uh, low points and valleys and struggles. Uh, um, you lost your first wife, um, uh, and uh, that had to be an extremely difficult um, experience. Uh, well, you, it, it was, and uh, you know, you you. But you learn from it, and you you, you it, it sounds cliches, but you you find out who your friends are, and and yep. and, and the things that really are, are important, and yep. uh, you 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 really get grounded in in that kind of situation, and you really depend upon uh, your faith and the people who are around you uh, to to get you through those kind of situations. No yep. question about no, it. No no question. You were blessed with uh, uh, your current wife, Sherry. Oh, uh, she's the best. Yeah. And uh, that's, an, again, uh, part of that roller coaster. A saint. Yeah, well, <laughs> she is. She's actually going to receive the Nobel Peace Prize, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for being married to you. Um, also, we have a mutual friend. Uh, you've known him much longer than I have. Uh, our, our good friend, uh, the late, great uh, Coach Del Barr. Um, another. Uh, you had many, many highs with him um, and then uh, had to walk through um, his cancer diagnosis and eventual death. Um, and th- that is, again, sports. Uh, Sports uh, mirrors life in these ways, doesn't it? Oh, there's no question about it. And uh, yeah, Dell and I were Dell, and I used to tease him about this. He was actually my student teacher, right, uh, at, in high school. So, so that's how we first met, and uh, ended up then as as he uh, taught there, and uh, we got to be really good friends, and spent a lot of nights watching big time wrestling, and uh, uh, you know, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and and talking sports and. Talking coaching philosophy back and forth, and yep. uh, uh, you know, I, and I really do think that you need that kind of person in your life. You can't just be solitude as far as uh, your thoughts and your feelings and uh, your ideas. You've got really got to expand them, and uh, guys like that really, you know, I, I've had so many um, guys. I, I can too many to mention. Right. Um, who have uh, given me uh, information or, or, or solace or uh, uh, just just been a been a kind word here or there, or, but uh, and guys that you can you know you can talk philosophy with and you can talk about things that you normally just don't talk about exactly and uh, they they really kind of keep you on the on the level. Yeah, no, no question. Obviously, Del Bar, one of those friends for you. My favorite Del Bar, uh, Coach Rick Schaffner story uh, was when uh, he was umpiring and you were pitching, and he asked the catcher, "Hey, um, when's he going to throw a fastball?" And he said, uh, uh, "He just did. <laughs> he just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, that's one of my favorites. I want to ask you one more okay, question, sure. and that is about your faith, um, because one of my favorite Coach Rick Schaffner stories is uh, you and I uh, were having lunch one day at Roosters, if my memory serves correct, and you said to me, hey, is there a Bible that even an old football coach can read and understand? <laughs> I'm like, yes, there is. And uh, so I suggested the Message Bible to you, uh, and I know you went out and bought it. Oh, Here's I how I know, because we met at Roosters about a month later, and you said, Steve, I went out and bought that Message Bible. And I know there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of crazy people in this time uh, that we live, but dude, there were a lot of uh, <laughs> nutcases in the Bible, too. And uh, you're exactly right. Well, you know, we, we we try to learn from all places. Exactly. But, but no, uh, it's, uh, it, you know, uh, as you go through life and as you get older, you... I, you you see things differently. I don't I don't know that that. I guess you 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 just view things, uh, and and you look back at, at times in your life when you, um, that you, at, at the time, maybe you think it's happenstance, but too, there's too many of them, and and you, right. and you just know 
that, you know, I have been so blessed in my life, Steve, and, and you know more about it than most, that, uh, that there is absolutely no way that uh, I have been this blessed without having the Lord look over me. And, yeah. and for whatever reason, because he's had his, his chances <laughs> to, to, to certainly question. But uh, 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 I, I take a lot of solace in, 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 in Peter because he was not, the, he was not always the best, and, uh, and uh, he was the guy. So He was. So I, I, I do take solace in that. Yeah, uh, we all should. Um, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the Sports and Spirituality Show podcast. Uh, thank you for uh, the walk down memory lane, the coaching tips that you've given me, um, and uh, celebrating the success you had uh, in the 80s and 90s, and now uh, the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs enjoying success. The opportunities we've had to broadcast together, uh, that's been a whole lot of fun. We trust the Lord's blessing on you uh, and your continued broadcasting career uh, and and uh, with your your family uh, and continued impact in the community. Well, thank you, Steve. It's, it it has been a pleasure. It has been a long, long wait <laughs> to get to get to this point. Um, you made it, kid. And this hey, this is a blessing in itself. <laughs> I mean, I I don't I don't know what came over you. That had to be a Lord blessing or exactly or, or a curse or yeah, or, 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 or yeah. step back, Satan. Yeah. One of the yeah. two, but. <laughs> But uh, one of the two, we are. Uh, we we finally made it. We finally made it. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, that's Coach Rick Schaffner, longtime Bloom Carroll high school football coach, Air Schaffner. They called him, uh, joining us on the Sports and Spirituality Show. All right, Kelsey, your former teacher, Coach Rick Schaffner, <laughs> what did you think about what he had to say? Well, I'm so glad we had the chance to have Mr. Schaffner on. Um, but he shared some really great things with us, right? I loved what he had to say about knowing who your friends are. And I can think of um, when some friends of mine have had really major trage- tragedies strike mm-hmm. to the point where they've, they've, they didn't happen necessarily to me, but they've become major points in my life. And I think even as those friendships evolve and change, and um, specifically I'm thinking of when one of my closest friends lost his wife at 30 years old to cancer, we were uh, we had lived in Indiana with them for four years, and we were back here for about a year before she passed away. But I think that in that um, season of my friend Scott's life, we we were able to step into that with him. We processed that for a lot of years. And I think, sure, our friendship looks vastly different because we've now lived away from Indiana for seven or eight years. And um, quality is still there. The quantity of time with them is not. And I think it's those tragedies um, and even really high highs when you experience that with someone else that will bond you for life. And I think especially when you have faith in the center of your friendship. Um, and Mr. Schaffner was also talking about needing other people's perspective. Like you need to have people. And I think working with high schoolers, I try so hard <laughs> um, to encourage them to have a small group of quality voices in their life because the group cannot be too big. Um, and also you have to know that those people want the very best for you and love you, but also that their foundation is hopefully Jesus, so that that is what they are pointing you to. Um, Because there's a lot of voices in all of our lives, and there are a lot of voices who want something very specific for us, like they have an agenda, right? Um, But I think what is hopefully true is when we have the right voices, um, they make us better they give us different perspectives. They ask us the tough questions that are going to help us come to a better end result. It's so true. And uh, then you get to be the better version of yourself uh, because um, of the connection that you have with other people. Uh, Thank you uh, for that reminder and perspective. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 63 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. You ready to come back for episode 64? You know, I really hope that when we come back next week, uh-huh. the Bloom Carroll football team will have a state championship title. You know what I do as well. Of course, we're recording this on Friday morning. They don't play till Friday afternoon. And so hopefully, uh, and maybe we could connect with uh, their coach or some players or something like that. That would be amazing. For episode 64. 
That would make me excited to be back. Yes. Oh, yeah. very good. Finally. We finally <laughs> get her uh, excited to come back. Uh, well, I'm excited that you're here today um, and that you're planning to come back for 64. Thanks. Yep. You're welcome. Uh, and thank you for joining us for the Sports and Spirituality Show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network and, of course, Price Custom Homes. Our friends Greg and Mitch Price been doing this for 50 years, and we so appreciate them sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show. You can get more information by going to their website. That's PriceCustomHomes.com. For Kelsey Bowl with Young Life Lancaster, I'm Steve Rouse saying thank you, Coach Rick Schaffner, for joining us for Episode 63 of the Sports and Spirituality Show. And we look forward to all of you joining us for Episode 64 of the SAST.